0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasized Football. We are back once again bringing y'all some fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today we are here talking about some of my early round wide receiver targets. Last week we talked about my early round running back targets. So I figured I would give you some targets for the wide receiver position this week. But before we get into that, as always, thank you. You. I appreciate you, each and every one of you that come by on a weekly basis, show your boy some love and support really means the world to me and if you're new thank you for coming by give me a little bit of your time and if you do enjoy this video at any point make sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel it really helps the channel grow help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season and follow my socials linked down below me and my boy we over here we grinding today baby and we're going to talk about some of my early round wide receiver targets rounds one through four looking at this from the scope of full PPR and let's get right into my first player and originally I had AJ Brown here But we have talked so much about AJ Brown shit ton of stuff about AJ Brown recently So I decided to pivot a little bit take my pivot foot and pull a fucking drop step on him So the guy we're gonna be talking about first is Calvin Ridley currently 14th overall in ECR Now if you have been living under a rock Julio Jones gets traded to the Tennessee Titans And last season, Calvin Ridley went for 143 targets, 90 catches, 1,374 yards, and nine touchdowns. And if you look at the games that Calvin Ridley played without Julio Jones, it was seven games. He had 79 targets, 50 catches, 765 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, it is a small sample size, but if you take those figures and you pace it out to 17 games, that would be 192 targets, 121 catches. 1,858 yards and seven fucking touchdowns. Jeepers crow. Now, he is the clear alpha in this passing game now with Julio Jones out of town. And there was a stigma prior to last season of what will Calvin Ridley be without Julio Jones? Kind of like Juju with um, Antonio Brown. But now we've seen it with our own two eyes. We've seen it with our eyes what Calvin Ridley can be without Julio Jones, and he is going to be an absolute monster. He will be the focal point of this offense, and if the Falcons want to stay competitive this season, they're going to have to throw the ball a whole fucking lot because their defense stinks. The defense is terrible, and last season, Calvin Ridley held a 22% target share with Julio Jones there. Julio Jones was banged up a lot last season, but I do expect to see an increase in the target share. He could go up upwards of 25 to 27% in terms of target share. And this team I have projected to throw the ball well over 600 times last season over 620 attempts in 16 games, 17 games, even with Arthur Smith there, they're probably going to throw the ball upwards of 600 650 plus times. So I love Calvin Ridley. I will be drafting Calvin Ridley, probably not in the first round. I will not draft a running back in the first round. You guys know this about me. And if you don't know, I usually generally go running back, running back to start my drafts. But this season, AJ Brown's a guy that's kind of making me reconsider that. Calvin Ridley's another guy, so if I'm in the middle, if I have a middling pick in the second round, a late pick in the second round, Calvin Ridley's there, I'm probably going to be smashing the draft button because I do like the depth at the running back position this season. So let's move on from Calvin Ridley to a personal favorite of mine. If you know me personally, then you know how much I love this dude. I would have died last season fighting for Allen Robinson, running uh, running back, wide receiver of the Chicago Bears, currently 27th overall in ECR, going somewhere in the early third round to middle third round. He is one of the safest picks you can make in fantasy football. He's going to get eight to 10 targets week in, week out. He is the focal point of this offense. He is an alpha and it's very, very sad to think about Allen Robinson and the quarterbacks he's played with throughout his career. If he had played with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, guys like that, instead of Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, and Nick Foles, imagine what Allen Robinson could have been. But He's practically a shoo-in for 100 catches. Last, If he plays a full 17, at least, if he even plays 15 or 16 games. Last season, 102 catches. The season before that, 98 catches. And now he's playing with arguably the two best quarterbacks of his career. And I say two, and the emphasis is on two, because Andy Dalton, I think, is better than Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky, and Nick Foles. I fucking hope that he is. And I really hope that Justin Fields is a whole lot better than all of the uh, all of the guys mentioned Uh, before this. Uh, Yeah, fucking Blake Bortles, uh, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton. I'm hoping that Justin Fields is significantly better than all of these guys. And if and when an emphasis on the when Justin Fields takes over, I think that Allen Robinson is no longer a floor play and he now becomes an upside play as well. Fields will probably run the ball a bit more than anyone that Allen Robinson has played with in the past, but the touchdown upside gets there. That's been one thing with Allen Robinson that he has not recently at least been able to really capitalize on. He's been around six, seven touchdowns the past few seasons. But if Justin Fields takes over and he can be successful, Allen Robinson as the focal point, he's gonna need a guy that he knows he can just chuck the ball to being a rookie. And that's gonna be Allen Robinson. And Allen Robinson will then have upside to go into that double digit touchdown range. And if he does do that, then that will be insane. I will love that. I love Allen Robinson. And quick spoiler alert, you'll see it coming in a few weeks. I got something for y'all regarding Allen Robinson. And I'm not talking about a video beat be. Keep your eyes peeled. But yes, Allen Robinson, clear alpha in this offense, clear alpha focal point of this offense, hopefully playing with the best quarterbacks of his career. Um, And then on top of that, he's playing for a contract, Uh hopefully to get out of Chicago, unless Justin Fields is really good and Matt Nagy gets his head out of his ass and he can kind of get things together over there. Maybe he sticks around in Chicago, but he's going to want to bust his gut, work his ass off to put up some good figures this season so he can get a big boy contract like he deserves. And hopefully he plays with a top tier quarterback next season and he can really realize his full Potential. So Alan Robinson's a guy I love to draft in the third round, especially if I go running back heavy in the first two rounds. Allen Robinson is a safe pick. You know what you're gonna get. He's a Definite floor play. And the great thing about Allen Robinson's floor is that for, for the most part, it's better than a lot of guys ceiling. He's safe. You know what you're going to get. He's going to get those eight to 10 targets. He's going to get you five, six catches, 60, 70 yards, and hopefully a touchdown. You know what you're going to get with Robinson. And he's a guy that I will be targeting in early rounds of fantasy football drafts in 2021. But moving on to the third guy on our list, that is Robert Woods wide receiver of the Los Angeles Rams, 35th overall in ECR currently. Robert Woods, year in and year out, is disrespected like Chris Carson, baby. If you haven't seen that video, please go check it out. It's one of my better pieces of work. But he's literally the biggest value in drafts, year in and year out, every year. Robert Woods just does not get the respect he deserves. And this season, we have Matt Stafford entering the fold, which is a clear upgrade from Jared Goff. Probably the best quarterback that Robert Woods has played with his entire career. And I expect Robert Woods to act as a safety valve for Matt Stafford while he's getting accustomed to this LA Rams offense. Robert Woods can get himself open. He can make plays. He's going to be open over the middle of the field. And Matt Stafford hopefully will hone in on Robert Woods early on. And Robert Woods, the past few seasons, has been 85-plus catches year in and year out, going for 90 catches in 2019 and in 2020 now with Matt Stafford, I also do expect some positive regression in terms of touchdowns for Robert Woods over the past three seasons overall. Cooper Cup was Jared Goff's guy in the red zone and we don't know if that's going to be the same thing with Matt Stafford. Maybe he gravitates more towards Robert Woods. Maybe it's more like a 50-50 split and Robert Woods then does have the upside to go for eight to 10 touchdowns instead of five, six, seven touchdowns. You also have the upside in the rush game with Robert Woods. He pretty much gets a hundred plus yards every Year running the ball, they like to use him in that facet of the game as well, which is just a little bit of uh, gravy on the mashed potatoes. That is Robert Woods. He does have top 10 upside as well. And when I say top 10 upside, I'm saying more like 9-10 because I don't think Robert Woods will end up as a top five fantasy finisher at the wide receiver position, but with Matt Stafford there over the past three seasons, Robert Woods has finished as the 11th, 14th, and 14th overall finisher at the wide receiver position, more towards that 14 to 20 range in terms of per game basis. But with the increased touchdown upside with Matt Stafford at the helm of this Los Angeles Rams offense, I do think that Robert Woods has that upside to finish top 10 and drafting him a lot of the time at the back half of the third round. And I'd say the majority of the time, he's available in the fourth round. And if you want to start off, with um, with two running backs and then grab a tight end in the third and Robert Woods is your wide receiver one, I'm fine with that. Or if you even wanna just be safe and lock him up in the third round as your wide receiver one, I don't hate that either because a lot of time when you're doing that, it's gonna be on one of those swing picks, that nine through 12 range where you'll be able to go and get one of your guys in the fourth round anyways. But moving on to the last player on my list, it is none other than C.D. Lamb, wide receiver, of the Dallas Cowboys. Currently 40th overall in ECR. C.D. Lamb is going to be an absolute fucking stud this season. He has Dak Prescott returning. Dak Prescott should be good to go for training camp. That's what I keep hearing in reports. So that is great news. This is a high volume offense. The defense stinks. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. There's going to be plenty of opportunities to go around. You have Amari Cooper there. You have Michael Gallup there, Blake Jarwin, Ezekiel Elliott, but there will be enough to go around because it The Dallas Cowboys want to compete like the Atlanta Falcons. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot because their defense stinks. So he's coming into year two with Dak back after posting as a rookie. 111 targets, 74 catches, 935 yards in 5 touchdowns and that was without Dak for the majority of the season and we saw how great he was with Dak early on before Dak got injured. Dak was also on pace for like 7,000 yards and I don't expect that to happen again but Dak Prescott pretty much a with 17 games to go over 5,000 yards. Probably be 35 plus touchdowns as well so there's a whole lot of upside and I do see this being kind of a 1A, 1B with Amari Cooper where I do expect Cooper to kind of be the 1A in that situation, but I do see it within the range of outcomes where both Cooper and CeeDee Lamb go for 130, 140 targets and can be both very valuable for fantasy football in 2021. And on top of that, with Dak Prescott, of course, like I mentioned, there is more upside in terms of scoring opportunities, obviously over Andy Dalton of last season. So those five touchdowns of last season should go up in ter- uh, between Dak Prescott being there and the increased volume, a whole year in the offense, getting more comfortable. I expect those five touchdowns of last season to go upwards towards seven to nine, maybe even into the double-digit range. And if CeeDee Lamb's getting 130 targets, probably be somewhere around 85, 90 catches, 1100, 1200 yards, and seven, eight touchdowns. Drafting him in the fourth round as your wide receiver two. Or as your wide receiver one even if you want to get a little spicy? I really don't hate that. And I am going to be targeting CeeDee Lamb in the early rounds of drafts, fantasy football drafts in 2021. But that's what I got for y'all today. Those are the guys. Quick recap. We got Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons, currently 14th overall in ECR. Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears, 27th overall in ECR. Robert Woods, wide receiver of the Los Angeles Los Angeles Rams, currently 35th overall in ECR, and CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver of the Dallas Cowboys, currently 40th overall in ECR as my early round wide receiver targets. I hope y'all enjoyed the video. If you did, make sure to hit that like button. It really helps. Subscribe to the channel. It's free. Help me reach my goal of 100 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. Help the channel grow, grab more traction, put some more foods on the table for the young boy, for my boy back here. He likes to eat. He's getting a little belly on him, if you can't tell. And um, yeah, with all that out of the way, make sure check down the, uh, the links in the description for all my socials. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. All that good shit. And with all that out of the way, as always, I appreciate y'all coming, uh, coming by, spending some time with me. Thank you. Love you. Peace.